next on the You Ain't Or Nothing Yet podcast, we have two ladies that hail from, in my opinion, one of the most beautiful counties in Ireland. Their folk melodies will reach in and stroke your soul and guide you to a peaceful bliss every time you hear them. They've played all across the island and I was lucky enough to see them at Standhill only a few weeks ago. Welcome on to the You Ain't Or Nothing Yet podcast, Lytha. Ladies, how are you? Good, how are you? Thanks for such a lovely intro. That was I so don't know, nice. like, I have tears in my eyes. It was beautiful. Did I also say Leitha instead of Leitha, yeah? It is still Leitha, but it's, it's okay. Still, it's fine. It's fine. Fuck it's whatever you want to be. We're open to interpretation. To be honest, Jack, I think you've been pronouncing Standall wrong long as well. So, you know. <laughs> we get there. We get there. Anyway, how are you getting on? Grand, yeah. How are you? <sighs> struggling, struggling on. Do you know what I mean? We'll get there. We'll get there, yeah. The heat isn't helping, but... No, it's it's not in a very. I'm in a very tiny box room. Well, not a tiny box room here in Dublin, but it's a small enough room. Um, and uh, it's it, it's very warm. But like that, it's just, it, is, it, is, it is uncomfortably warm. Yeah, it's just clammy. Just yeah, clammy. it's not even bright. I don't know where you, where, 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 what stack where you are, but it's not even bright. It's like no, just it's, a shitty day. Yeah, exactly with us. No, I was gonna say it's very optimal, but like Ooh. still warm. Like I don't mm. know how that's even possible. I know, I know, I know, I know. I mean, real, realistically in Ireland, we can get all the four seasons in one day and the two, they just sort of over the mesh and overflow each other. Do you know what I mean? The worst possible way. This is true. But anyway, I suppose that we'll get stuck in. Um, so like, tell us where he is from, who, what are your names? Uh, what do you do with yourselves? Uh, what's the crack? <laughs> do you want to go, Flynn? Sure. Yeah. Hey, um, and we're cousins. Um, we're from Enniskillen. And do you want to introduce yourself? <laughs> So I'm Neve. <laughs> I'm also from Enniskill and I am also Felina's cousin. Fantastic, fantastic. So you are relatives, um, like I said, you are cousins. Um, I mean, how did you decide to come together to um, sort of play music? Um, we always we always jammed together in Felina's house, sir. Um, at a well, there was one family party in particular, um, and that's when it all kind of kicked off. Um, okay. and we, were like, we should do this for like. Because it was good crack, and we were like, we should do this more often. It was um, after a night out too, and we of were, all, uh-huh. yeah, we were all just a bit tipsy, and like Neve and I made our wee debut to the family, so that was like our first wee gig, as it were. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, okay. What what factored into your debut performance that evening? Um, if you can recall. Literally, oh, like alcohol or <laughs> oh, well, I mean, well, I mean, what what fuel the creativity, surely, yeah, but what songs uh, were we guys going for? Um, I don't know, I think we were just singing everything, weren't we? Yeah, I think it was literally yeah. whatever the family were like, Oh, can you sing this? Can you sing this? And we were like, Sure, no bother. <laughs> um, I am that person so often that after days where it's like, Sing this, sing this, like shouting at people that I know can sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it was fun, but that's where it all started, and then um, we started gigging and like our hometown um and yeah it just kind of took off from there for a brilliant, brilliant. um i suppose you did some covers uh on youtube and stuff i think there's a hugs your one and there's a fleetwood mac one still up on your youtube channel is like obviously that's how you, you guys started out like putting stuff online was that sort of just we'll see how these covers go and see what happens or was it always the plan to get into your own music further down the line I think it was sort of always a plan to get into our own music Um, the covers were good because at the beginning I think we were both sort of like do we show each other our songs or is that embarrassing or like mm. so we just done the cover thing for a while 
Um, and then we realized some of our covers on YouTube were even a wee bit embarrassing. So some of them are down now. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not at all. Um, but the hosier one, we, we like that was our very first one. That, that holds a special pl- place in our hearts. It so does hosier, to be fair. He's seen him live. He's class. <laughs> so have we. So, so, so good. Good. Very good. You want to tell the Hosier story, Neve, actually, when we've seen him live? This might be sidetracking a bit. Uh, go for it. Go for it. Go on. Did you fangirl him or something? Oh, well, oh, yeah. I, here I was happily admit <laughs> fangirling, happily admit. Um, but we, actually, we kind of did fangirl, didn't we? Because we queued for hours before. Um, we were, it was in the Dilster Hall. We've seen him. Yeah. yeah in and um, we, we were queuing for hours before. We actually met one of our wee friends from um from Anna <laughs> and uh, we were all like queuing together, like having the crack or whatever. And the doors opened and me and Felina were the first ones in and we were like, no, no way. So we ran straight up to the front, right in front of his microphone. And we were like, no way, no way. And then the supporting act, Ruth Ann, came on and she was great. And we were like, we can't like we could literally like put our hands out and touch her like that's how close we were. Also, and, we're like- five foot nothing sorry to interrupt but like it was good for us to be at the front because yeah. you can see behind can't, people yeah you can't see so. um but that was grand like we were so excited she finished and we were like oh my god like hosier's gonna look at us he's gonna like look into our eyes fall in love with our souls like we had a wall plan <laughs> the wedding invitations were kind of ready you know of course and, um, were you supposed uh, to marry him just just out of curiosity oh yeah a throuple sort of style <laughs> why, not? <laughs> why not um but literally he was about to come on and the the fire alarm went off oh my god at the building and then everyone was out in the street singing queen because the queen movie had just come out and came out so everyone was singing queen and we finally got back in and we didn't get back to the front oh Oh, no we were like a wee bit more off to the side Uh but like still close enough but it wasn't Mm. wasn't right in front Mm. of the microphone Oh, I, I genuinely feel really bad for this. Like I genuinely yeah. do. Like I'm like, oh, what? So, there was no like karma rebalance where you like bumped into them on the way out. No, oh, no, <laughs> no. no. Uh, we met a lovely woman though, Mary, in the queue as well. Do you remember Mary? And she was like, like I thought we were like yeah. fans, but Mary was like hardcore. Like had <laughs> flown to like bloody Finland or something to see him <laughs> multiple times, and she had met him, and like, oh, she was loving life. One of, one actually, of these dolls that has the lyrics in the back of her, uh, yeah. you know, the back on her back. <laughs> pretty much, pretty she much. Actually, she found us then because she was chatting to us about our music and stuff and she found us online. So maybe we gained a fan. Maybe that's the nice yeah. fan. Yeah, I like it. I like it. <laughs> but I suppose, look, Leith, I have a question for you. Is, um, where did this name come from? <laughs> um, so... We obviously originally were like when we first started off, um, Tivala, uh-huh. that's an Irish name, and we love that name. But as we kind of were getting like a little bit more serious about the music and stuff, um, a lot of people were saying, you know, we can't remember your name, we can't spell your name, we can't. And I always, you know, yeah. I always said it was Tivala, like Nakala, if that helps. <laughs> I get it, so, I like it, yeah. Mm-hmm. We tried our best to kind of keep the name alive, but after a lot of um, discussions and a lot of people saying, we think just like gentle nudges, like maybe you should change it to something that people can actually spell. Um, we were like, okay, let's do a bit of brainstorming. And Leith is kind of, it's, it's sort of made up. It was inspired by like the summer solstice is Litha. And then we sort of like 
just ah, went from there and, yeah. and did a variation of that. So Letha, yeah. It is a very, very beautiful name and it rolls off the tongue fantastically, you know. Oh, it was actually, um, we were going to be called Letha. Um, and then our, we sent it to our, like a bunch of our friends just to make sure before we like did the actual change, being like, how would you read this if like you seen this on a bit of paper? And one of our friends sent a voice note back being like, Letha. And we were like, oh my God, no, but that is way prettier. So then that's 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 nice. that's great, when, people say, when people say Letha, like we honestly don't mind because it's like, oh yeah, well it was, it was meant to be Letha, so we'll take it, we'll take it, we'll take it. <laughs> and Jack's still I found a third wrong way to pronounce. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> say, I'm read properly. What do you want me to do? Like, no. I'm surprised I've got this far. Excuse, can I ask a question before we before we get really stuck in? I need I need to ask this because these are two Fermanagh women. Okay, you have said that. My own mother herself is from Fermanagh. Yeah, um, the, the beautiful Cody that it is. She is from uh, she's from Garson, um, which is right on the border, as it say. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do you take much inspiration from the county itself? Like it's a beautiful county. It's very vast. Um, it is some very very beautiful scenic areas and lakes and such things. So, do you draw any sort of direct inspiration from the county itself? Yeah, a, a lot of our songs would um, be kind of aimed towards our. Uh, the hometown in Inniskillen and mm. um, just because like it's the island town and it is just so beautiful and um, so like it's so nice whenever when we were um writing songs and stuff just to be like okay let's go take a break and go for a walk and like go for a walk around the water and it's just it was so inspirational um and then like obviously you have your friends here and your like relationships it's like a very close knitted community mm-hmm. um so it's yeah it, it's very inspiring is what I would say Play. And I suppose then on that idea of inspirations and stuff, what about musically? What is there any artists in particular you think listen to younger or more recently? Like say Big Fans Hosier, for example, that you think have fed into your music? Um yeah, like Joshua Burnside and David Keenan and Lamichello and Saint Sister right now are like and the Ocelots, I think, for us. Yeah. And like a lot of local ones um are really like playing playing a, a big part in the sound, I think. Because um, it's just so nice when you hear a wee bit and then you're like, oh, that's so cool. Like, I wonder, could we do like something similar? It's like, it's so nice to hear someone being a bit edgy. It's like, oh, well, if they can do it, then we can do it. Um, so it's a nice wee confidence thing to be like, oh, there's no barriers. Like, if a guy from Belfast can do it, then we can do it. You know, you don't have to be like Ariana Grande to be a bit like edgy and be like, oh, well, I can do this because I'm Ariana Grande. It's like, oh, you can just do it because you can, you know. Oh, well, of course. Oh, yeah, course. absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and I suppose before we get stuck into your more recent release, uh, you mentioned there about T Vala and obviously you put uh, an EP out on that name. I suppose the question is kind of what went into that EP as sort of your first like big release, so to speak. And uh, do you think is your sound different now as Letha compared to the T Vala stuff? Yeah, I think our sound has definitely matured a lot since then. Um, we've also got like a bigger band behind us now. Well, we had a lot of lovely like session musicians join us on the album. So um, yeah, the sound's definitely grown. And then the EP, like lyrically and stuff, I think was, um, I suppose we were, it was 2019. It was just like a different time. I was, we weren't even living together at the time. So a lot of the songs, well, there's only three songs, but they're all um, very sort of like, longing for home longing for us to be together 
like promised to come home again was actually us writing about each other like we wanted to be home together and oh. <laughs> so um so yeah it was just like I guess maybe different um different ideas were going into the music back then yeah fair play and you yeah. recorded the EP in the very famous oh yeah center uh, I've been at it myself before multiple times not only just for gigs but actually I've toured sort of around it and looked around it and I've inter- interviewed actually your, the lady uh, Charlotte Dryden who sort of runs it brilliant yeah. people fantastic people Tell us about how like, that came about and sort of what was your maybe creative processes when you sort of were working there and creating the EP? Uh, shout out to Niall Dorn for um, actually recording that EP. Um, mm-hmm. He definitely, I think he pushed us a lot. Like he was a bit like, yeah, like do whatever, like you mm. do you guys and we'll just record it. And we were like, okay. And then we'd be like, oh, like did that sound okay? And he like, it was great. Do it again. Like, blah, blah, blah. Um, but it was actually you found, not find the OES Interflame, but it was you that booked it because you found like a, they were doing, what was it something for females it was like a whole thing for females well it was females and sort of like startup like young musicians who kind of hadn't recorded anything before they were doing mm-hmm. like a little deal one weekend um and I just seen it on Facebook and mm. um it was like you know we're doing a reduced price and you get to work with Niall and it's for people who've literally never had any recording experience before which we hadn't so I was like no this is perfect um so we booked it and I think we got two hours and we just recorded the three songs there and then and it was lovely it was Niall was so nice and like I said they are so lovely there and the OES Centre like everyone was so welcoming Mm. and friendly and it was a great day it's lovely and then we got to um we got to go back home and we got our friends to like sing like we background things on it so then we recorded that and then we got to go back up again and like mix and master it with Niall and like sit in the room and watch him do all that and like that was the first time we had ever experienced like anything like this and we were just like so mind blown it was it was amazing Fair play. it's a great it's a great space yeah. it really really is and it's sort of it's yeah. a great sort of a, I suppose um tool and place for artists especially in in the north in Northern Ireland to be able to <clears throat> pardon me to be able to go into work, do you know what I mean? And and to get the opportunity to go and sort of put that stuff out, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on, on the EP itself, so the first track on is The Lock. You kind of mentioned earlier about sort of inspirations from like your surroundings, back home and stuff. Is this about or related to or inspired by, you know, from on his own lakes or is there a much deeper tale? Yeah. 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 The Lock is basically a wee nickname for Enniskillen in that song. So it's really all about our hometown and growing up there and how things have changed over time and yeah but that you can always kind of you know in a corny way call it home and because your family are there and you've got so many memories there so that's kind of what it's about perfect and then uh, you did touch on earlier as well about um the promise to come home again i mean and saying about sort of like working going back and sort of working together sort of being together as as friends and as family um were you were you on in far-flung areas was it just maybe a way for a uni or for work or were you traveling with your partners or what was the crack with that no so funny and i was actually in finland for three months and i was at home still in education like uh um but <laughs> we literally not a day went past where we weren't on facetime to each other or like sending voice notes and throughout the whole experience like we were like this is before obviously the ep and we wrote the songs and we were like we're gonna do an ep we're gonna do this we're gonna start taking the music so seriously um and like this was a discussion every single day so even when we were far apart we were still talking about music still getting ideas um literally planning everything for this EP and then it was so even without the songs the songs weren't even 
written, but we were like, we're going to do it. Um, and it was so nice when I came, we came, well, when Felina came back and we were reunited um, and that we could write the songs and get them recorded. And I think that was like, it was just so nice because it was just like full circle. Mm. Like it finally happened. And then the last track on EP Elsewhere, what was the creative process behind that? Elsewhere um, was written kind of, I know it's kind of a repeating thing, but it was also written mm. about like our hometown. Mm-hmm. Um, but sort of that one, we kind of put it, last because it was very much like what's beyond like what can we kind of see when we leave like you know we were both home at the time and it was like you know what are we going to find elsewhere I suppose we kind of always when we started you know taking the music seriously and stuff we knew that we wanted to like move or like travel with it or whatever so that's kind of what it was a a nod to sort of like what else can we do where else are we going to go Maybe it's nowhere, but <laughs> <laughs> it's literally down to the bar, but <laughs> fair play, fair play. And you know, you've mentioned sort of throughout, and it's obviously very understanding that you're very, very close, uh, not only just as family, but as friends. Um, now we've all been in lockdown and such things, but you've made the decision, right, to go and live together. Am I right in saying you're in lockdown? Oh yes. yes. How did <laughs> how did that go? You haven't killed each other. I mean, you're still going. Do you know what I mean? I know it's a miracle. It really is. Um, I moved into Felina's family house and just kind of blessed them with my presence for like <laughs> I don't even know how long. It was just how long was I even living with these? I don't know. Like a like at least a month. Yeah, it's gonna maybe two months. Felina, did you sell this to? your family like she needs to be here we need to work creatively we need to walk in the <laughs> garden and we need to you know hear each other's sort of moods and <laughs> yeah to be fair though my mom and Nave are so close so oh, it wasn't my mom I was just kind of like I you know I said all those things I was like I think we need to be together Baba and mom was like oh yeah bring Nave here like we're kind of miss her <laughs> literally watch shows together and I'm like walk in and be like hello like just hanging out with me. that's mm-hmm. fine <laughs> Um, but no, it, it was really nice when they moved in and she got us as a thank you. She got me and my family like um, a projector, you know, like the projectors that you can watch. So yes. it was actually very fun. It worthwhile. <laughs> it worked out. <laughs> Beneficial. <laughs> Forget about the whole album we wrote in lockdown. It was the projector was the selling point there. <laughs> the projector was the highlight for me. All those movies. Yeah, that was a real. Yeah, Line of Judy. We caught up in the whole Line of Judy throughout that lockdown and that projector. So we done great. the business. Done it, yeah. <laughs> and then I suppose, like, you know, during lockdown, like, you know, everybody, well, most people, I suppose, sort of, like, sort of struggled, not only just in general with just being locked in because we're humans and we need to converse and be seeing each other, but, you know, like, how did you just get over, like, not being able to, like, play gigs, you know what I mean, not being able to perform? How did that feel? It was horrible. Mm. I don't know. I, how do we get past a lot of alcohol? Jokes now. <laughs> yeah, um, like the rest of us. <laughs> um well we were lucky that we had each other and like we were so taken up with like we were constantly being creative mm. so we were so lucky that like every day involved music so it wasn't like a, a bit huge drastic change but it was so weird not having to do something to go out and show people like usually when we were gigging we'd be like oh we'll do this and we'll learn it like the day before and then we'll go out and perform it to people so it was really weird um holding it um like just keeping it to ourselves um but it was, yeah, it was, it was just really awful being able to like go out and social because we like, we love going out to gigs and like meeting new people and like making friends and like, especially like networking and stuff like that was just, we just had so much like, we 
just love doing that stuff. Um, so it was, it was definitely bizarre trying to we, um, convert it yeah. all to like social media stuff. I know. Yeah, that's what we did try to do. Like we used to host um, an open mic night in Lakes of the Hollow. It's like a wee bar here in Enniskillen. Mm-hmm. And um, they were always so fun. And we decided to like try and make, do it virtually. So we done that over lockdown. So that kept us really busy too. Um, but it was really fun, like, because it kind of, when we recorded it and watched it all back and all our friends took part, it was almost like we were together in a weird way. Um, and we, actually, we got the legendary Edie Dunbar perform at it Ooh. Mm. i mean i was gonna say i mean you, you just pull in like big names everywhere what's the thing you must oh, have connections I, yeah. here yeah <laughs> i have no well eddie grew up with our because he's from enniskillen as well so he grew up with like my dad and our uncles and stuff and so uh-huh. they'd all be really good friends right there you go and sean we'll have to talk to them on an island if you maybe talk <laughs> <laughs> networking <laughs> <laughs> always always on the clock right? always on the clock um but yeah that was really nice because then like you know obviously more people were tuning in and it was a fundraiser as well for for man of women's aid and um, so it was really good to have mm. eighty as well because those people were watching for him not for us no one cares about us ah, no. oh, <laughs> you're, you're too modest <laughs> yeah. but, yeah, it- all right no, it's just then it was great. It was a great time. <laughs> as well as all of that, over lockdown, he's also did like lockdown session cover collaboration things with some other notable figures. You had, uh, as you mentioned, Joshua Burnside on and uh, Danny Larkin as well. How did those come back? How were those? Was that just an outlet to sort of like create and collaborate with people when we were all stuck inside? Pretty much because we, um, we couldn't like release any of our own stuff. And we were like, how do we even keep like a platform? Like how do, because obviously a big part of like trying to build like a fan base or anything is like going out and gigging and meeting new people. And we were like, we can't do any of this and we're so new. So we had to like try to get creative. So we came up with the lockdown sessions and we always put harmonies to everything, even when we're just like driving in the car. So it was so nice to be able to like get people that like we look up to and like inspire our music and be like, mm, do you want to like sing a wee song with us? Harmonies to it. Um, so it was so so nice and like everyone was so up for it and they were we because we can be so picky um, so like the fact that they were just like yeah go like take our song and do whatever to it like the trust they had with us was unbelievable and like thank you so much guys if you're listening I've <laughs> 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 also obviously then you've done those and you've played alongside like other artists from like Burnside and like, Joel Harkin and stuff from like around the country, is there anybody you would want to like collaborate with, like on like an actual piece, like a release, so to speak? How's here? <laughs> straight in, yeah, straight in there, you know. <laughs> yeah, I think who else? We kind of we love the Lemon Fellow Girls. To be, yeah. I think oh, so girls. good, so so good. Yeah. We've met Laura like a few times, so yet to kind of just be like so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think David yeah. Keenan too would be a really fun one. So good. Yeah, that'd be really fun. Yeah. Um, Man's a poet. Yeah. He is. He is. Did you see him at? Oh, did you see him at Senegal? Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna say I can't remember. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> I can remember seeing yourself, which we'll come on to in a minute. But um, uh, no, I can't remember seeing him. Um, so. We're good. Uh, that was that. No, it was maybe he was the, the other one. Maybe no, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Well done, Jack, then. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, I'm a disaster. Um, <laughs> and I suppose... I remember, to be fair, I, I really am. Neve actually... I was very hungover. ...trained her ankle at David Keenan. Um, that's how drunk he was, so... <laughs> I ended up in the first day of tent, yeah. It was great crack. Oh, um, no. Because, like, so we... Yeah, it was my own fault. I wore platform shoes on stage and then we I just didn't get time to change my shoes. Um, and then we went down to Dave Keenan and then during his set, we were like, oh God, I really need to go to the toilet. So we were like, right, we'll run. We'll just run. It'll be fine. So we both ran uh-huh. and I went flying. I actually, and then I was like, I was crying, but like laughing and flying. I was holding my hands and I was like, I've broken my foot. And she was like, you haven't. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we went back and danced like all night because Kayla were on that night as well. So good. I remember, oh, well, fuck, I should have seen the other kid next. I remember that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Then um, I fell a few more times and then people just carried me to the first aid tent. But I mean, it was all good crack. Like I was fine. And yeah. like the alcohol numbed the pain, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Got well, that. The things we do for the that that should be the selling point for the club. Be like, here, I nearly broke my ankle, so I think the, the like what you could do in return is collab with us. So yeah. Sort the thing out, says you. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you also released your your newest single as well. What will I gain? Like, are you talking about somebody specifically in this track? Are you like, is it like a fuck the haters sort of thing, or the doubters? Is it a question yourselves or you know maybe i'm just picking that all up wrong completely no you're you're right there when you're saying the question to yourselves because it was um it was a weird laura marling interview actually she was talking about like if you could write a song to your younger self and then that sort of sparked the idea especially for the first verse and um, you know what you would say to your younger self like mm. you know 10 years ago or whatever and uh, that's kind of what what the song's about kind of okay. but like it's open to interpretation too like Oh, of course. I want to relate to it differently. <laughs> <laughs> As all art all is, do you know what I mean? Exactly. Subjective. <laughs> and how did that feel to, like, you know, release something and sort of, you know, put it out in the world knowing that I'll be in well and a few weeks or months you'll be able to, like, play that to people? Um, it was weird because it was the first thing we ever released under Letha. Um, mm-hmm. So I think there was, like, a wee bit of pressure. And then it... it it was a wee bit like of a different song compared to the EP. Um, so I think that was a wee bit like scary. We were like, oh my God, are people going to think we've changed? Are people not going to like us anymore? <laughs> um, but I don't think it changed for the worse. I, I think it, it's, it sounded definitely more mature, mm-hmm. um, which I think like we have gotten a, like the tiniest little bit more mature. I wouldn't go over the top and be like, we're mature now. Like, <laughs> I, drink, I drink tea now. Um, <laughs> no, um, yeah, it was a wee bit nerve wracking, but like the response to it has been so overwhelming and people have just been so supportive um and yeah we just can't really wait to release more brilliant, brilliant. and I suppose a question about sort of you touched on earlier about production and that side of things and harmonies and stuff your voices like mix and mingle together so well especially on on uh oh my god on what will i gain on the most recent one in terms of like choices around instrumentation and production is that all do you work with anyone in particular or is that all your wonderful selves um, we started working with um, Declan Leg. Um, we like after the EP and stuff, we got in touch with him, and uh, yeah, so he recorded. He's recorded this whole. We're releasing hopefully, and I'll well, we are going to release album, but next year hopefully. Um, and 
yeah he's done the whole songs on that with us and it's been so nice like he's definitely um like pushed us creatively and sort of like mm-hmm. but also been it's been so nice like you know he's so supportive and very open and very like anything we want like he's up to, for trying it and yeah we've really enjoyed working with Declan so the one thing he always says was he's like look like I'll say my opinion but at the end of the day it's your songs and at the end of the day you'll win and like, that's what I like, very much like I'm not gonna do what you don't want to do like it's just been the most yeah, yeah. the perfect experience because there are times where we've like sang some harmonies and stuff we've just been like can you just like press like record and we'll just like do wee things over and he's always kind of like what is this but then when it comes together it's kind of like oh okay and so he kind of trusts us but then other times we do stuff and he's like no and we're like yeah I know you're right that's really shit that's <laughs> yeah. so it's like a good mix <laughs> but it's not what you need though you know I mean when you're trying to create <clears throat> pardon me when you're trying to create music you know you want somebody to give you direction but also mm-hmm. somebody to let you be free and say no this is what we want or this is what I want and thanks for your opinion but do it you know um and, and some and somebody's producing you to be to be open to do that yeah mm-hmm. it's so nice yeah to have someone like push us and he's pushing us in such a good direction it's not like mm. our sound is totally changing he's like you know you can actually up this level if you like do this and we're like oh my god yeah you're right so it's so nice to have someone there like pushing our pushing our boundaries and like letting like letting us see what we are actually capable of um rather than just like settling for what we all we know you know fair play fair play uh, I want to move on and just ask is that um, you, you have been out and about gigging, um, you know, lockdown is easy and it's sort of lifting and such things. Um, I have, was lucky enough to see you recently and also I think to um, fanboy you in the uh, campsite. Uh, <laughs> um, how did it feel to be playing to like a, a like a bigger live audience again at a festival? At a festival. It was so good. Um, it was uh, like naval probably... I kind of was a bit nervous backstage, just a wee bit. Um, and but then as soon as we got out there, like it was just so lovely, and everyone was so nice. Like it was so weird as well. It had been like what nearly two years of us playing, and just like no claps, no feedback, no nothing. So it was nice to play a song, and people actually like cheer respond. and like yeah. respond or <laughs> even just like chat. It was it was so so lovely. Um, so we really did enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, and the one thing I think was so different too was like every time when we were practicing whatever we just finished a song we'd be like we'll just chat among ourselves and it's like when you finish the song you have to like chat to the audience and like stuff <laughs> and like that's something you're just not used to at all after like two years um so we were a bit like oh god so now well we plan what we're gonna say in between our songs anyway because I tend to babble so <laughs> much um so we have to like have like a little like a little uh, rehearsal to be like, okay, and next up this is blah, 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 blah. Because I would go on for, oh, to the end of the festival. Like. <laughs> That's not a bad thing either because I will be tuning the guitar or whatever yeah. and maybe just got so good at just being like, so how are we? Like just chatting away. Everybody. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, I'm trying to tune as quick as I can. <laughs> um, but no, it's good. <laughs> I, I was just going to say, sorry, for you asked, you've enjoyed, you enjoyed the festival experience other than playing as well. No, I hate it every second. <laughs> no, no, it was like, shout out to the standall crew. Like, how they pulled that off so quick, I will mm. never know. And for it to be so memorable. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just like There's like a magic in the air at Stendhal. It's so lovely. Yeah. And there's no cares. 
like you know, no you cares. Don't feel like about it. You feel like no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with a limited body, but no, of course yeah. not. <laughs> <laughs> I have one more standout question before we move on from that. I was not there. Uh, thankfully, didn't have to deal with Jack seemingly. But, <laughs> but I have seen reported, not from Jack, uh, that there was a Britney Spears cover. Is this true? It's true. It's true. Talk us through the Britney Spears cover. Jack, tell me what you thought of the Britney Spears cover. Did you like it? Did you like it? I did, I did, I did, yeah. Okay, good. Good. Um, yeah, it's, it's such a fun one to play. Like, we literally love singing it. Like, when we were rehearsing it a few days before, and we were like, oh, we just rehearsed that one again. It's <laughs> so fun to play. Um, and then, obviously, with the whole Free Britney thing, we were just like, she's iconic. Like, we grew up listening to her in the 2000s. Like, we have to do something. So yeah. it was like the perfect little homage. And tell Skews and everybody else that's listening to what you sang. Oh, so we uh, we sang Oops, I Did It Again. It was good crack, though. I really enjoyed it. Like, And I think the crowd did, too. Yeah. But I think I love it took people a wee minute to cop on what song it was until we got to the yeah. chorus, and then everyone was like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mixing it up and doing it differently and throwing your own spin on it as well. Do you know what I mean? It, it, it is, it's very, very good. Did I see recently, ladies, that you have a gig in the black box coming up? We do, yeah. Because we're, we're part of the Moving On music program. So they're doing like a, a show, kind of like a showcase thing to um, like show off all the artists that they've been working with. Um, another, I'm doing so many shout outs today. I'm so sorry, but like shout out to the Moving Go On Music Camp. No, shout out. We'd be lost without them. Um, but yeah, so we're really looking forward to it. Um, and for anybody who doesn't know uh, what the Moving On Music thing is, maybe just tell us what the crack is there and what you've been working on them with or, or what's the scenario and your date as well for, for the Black Box. 24th, yeah. As you can see, we're so organized with life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, moving on music have been so good. Um, obviously with lockdown, like it was, we couldn't really do too much with them, but now things are kind of picking up again, which is so nice. Um, and they're just trying to get us like gigs here and there. Um, they've really supported us with our like music video and photo shoots and things like that. So, um, and then they've started Middle Isle, which is their only like platform for musicians. So we're also one of the, musicians on that one of the artists on there so it's great happy days happy days are tickets out now or they when do they go on sale um no i think they're out now and i think there's a link on the middle aisle instagram to get them possibly excuse yeah. me have to uh sort that sorry i won't no yeah you just go onto the um moving on music um website or else the middle aisle one and you'll be able to get tickets. They're seven pounds and doors open at seven. And yeah, I just can't wait. We just can't we're playing with um we're playing with Emily McCormick and Jack Warnock. We've met Emily before, but we haven't met Jack before, so that'll be nice to kind of Is Emily uh, yeah, is Emily going by Barry anymore? Did I wanna know she's be she's be Barry? I don't know if that but like I've noticed mm. now that a lot of people are like tagging her just as Barry's. Emily and I'm like, hmm. So maybe it's like a whole new rebranding and she's got new music coming out. I'd, I'm jumping way ahead of the gun. <laughs> you're, you're excited. You're excited. It's great yeah, to see. I'm excited for her. <laughs> Excuse, do you want to ask the ladies the final question before we go into a very quick fire round and uh, then we will let them go because we've kept us here a very long time. I do apologize. Mm-hmm. Most no? of your evening. No, it's 
But you speak of excited. What can all the wonderful listeners be excited for from yourselves? You've mentioned an album next year. What is the plan with that? And any other ideas and plans percolating? Um, we have another single coming out very, very soon. Um, can't say a definite date because we haven't decided on one yet. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it will be um, hopefully start of October, if not end of October. Um, and can you tell us something about the single? Huh? Can you tell us anything about it? Like, what is it about? You're not even a name if you don't have that, you know, in terms of like. It's See, this is the thing we need to just decide between two. Oh, right. Well, <laughs> okay, okay. It's hard. It's hard. It's just trying to find the, because I think it's really important when you're um, releasing songs to release at a certain time of year that's relatable to the sound. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Yeah. So one of them is a bit more summery and we're like, oh, do we do it or do we not? And then another one's a bit more like, scary for the want of a better word. Um, or haunting maybe haunting's better so we're like maybe that is more of an october song um so we just we really just need to make up our minds um and then we're we're gonna go to germany in october if all goes well and we're gonna try get a few gigs over there um and yeah then just the album become Hosier supporting us. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? When that does happen, we want uh, we want the first interview with us, right? Just yeah. to, you know. <laughs> Done. <course>. Done. <laughs> Palming us off to management to like, look at those two weirdos. Get them <laughs> <laughs> but look, uh, what we do at the end of uh, every time we chat to people who are way more talented than me and Sean, like your, your good selves, we do like to ask is a few sort of, you know, jokey sort of quick fire questions. Um, and this could be dangerous. Every everybody's everybody's answers always uh, always baffle us. So you know, each their own, of course. Okay, each so, their own. Each their own. I can own. feel Felina's nervous energy for one. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you'll be fine. You can answer separately, or you can agree on like a party line if you want. A later oh, yeah. answer, <laughs> of course, of course, oh, yeah. separately party line, or or both. You know, realistically. Um. So <laughs> look, the, the first final question I'm going to ask you is: if you were a drink. What would you be and why? Now, Sean, tell the ladies, um, if I was to be a drink, what drink would I would be? Just to give them an example. Just to give you an example. We need a new example. The example's uh, fine. Not a fucking the, wrong example. I know, but if you, right, if you listen, wait, God, wait, you've heard this a million times. But the example is uh, Jack Donnelly is a pint of Guinness. And why is he a pint of Guinness? Jack Donnelly is a pint of Guinness because he's an acquired taste and a lot of people pretend they like him. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody else also did say that he was like a pint of Guinness and that all the Americans want to give him at least one go. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> you. So that's the sort of that's where we're thinking. It doesn't have to be alcoholic. Does can yeah, be can be anything. Know, somebody said right Dana at one stage, you know, so it's mm-hmm. open. Oh, okay. What would yours be, Felina? I don't know. Maybe we should try think of drinks for each other. Oh, good show. Like that it. is a I good like one. Very good. <laughs> this this would make the rest of these questions also very interesting. Yeah, it would. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Neve, what you? I'm trying to think of something for you. I'm trying to think. I work in a bar, and I'm really struggling to think of drinks. Um, could be a cocktail. I think, I think Neve would be a BB Guinness shot because it's small, it's all you need, and it's so sweet. Oh, absolutely <laughs> lovely. Oh, I might actually cry. Oh, <laughs> I can be nice to you sometimes. I know. Wow. All right, let me think. Now I have to think of something nice. Oh, I was going to say, you have a standard to make here, Nanny. <laughs> no, don't, don't be nice if you don't want to be. It's fine. <laughs> um, I think Felina would be 
um, a tequila shot because you need salt and lemon with that. And Felina can be salty and she can be lemony. And that's a <laughs> that is that. <laughs> that is that. I love Fair. that. It's salty and lemony. Yeah, you're just a salty lemony gal. It's <laughs> a good one. The second one is maybe a bit more niche and stems from a feud that erupted a few months ago. Uh, right. You're you're going for a wee snack. You've decided you're going to have a crisp sandwich. Talk me through the process. What bread, what flavor crisps? Is there spread? Is there no spread? Go. Oh, geez. Well, I'd have to go hunt for gluten-free bread. Um, first hurdle. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, that is a hurdle. That's a struggle. Um, Felina, you wouldn't take butter. That's for sure. Mm. Unless it was like a vegan, like no dairy butter, which is just not butter. <laughs> um, <laughs> and if you had to put a crisp in it. Oh, I don't know. Oh, actually, what was in like, um, were they like dried up? Remember um, when we had the single launch and the crisps that you got and they were like they were they were they were like dried up vegetables i'm pretty sure but they were crisps oh yeah yeah well yeah. all dried up vegetables well and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'd have to do salt and vinegar in the crisp because neve just said i was salty oh yeah 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 and i drizzle lemon juice on it because obviously the lemon and the salt thing. Okay, I like it. This is a concoction. I'm excited. <laughs> and then, yeah, probably good old brown bread, like any make, doesn't really bother me. And uh, yeah, I think that might be it. Okay. Right. Stuff. Yeah. Fair play, fair play. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, different, but <laughs> you know, we love different on, on the podcast, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so now this one, this one, uh, and I'm going to be very strict with this excuse because you've been very loose with this next one for the past week. I, 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 okay, I, I like it. I loosen Well, if you were to go on a date, anybody living or dead, who would it be and why? Uh, Bo do you you go first, Lena. Oh, okay. Well, it would have to be Timothy Chalamet because I love Timothy Chalamet. Good call. Um, Good call. Um, I think he's great. I would love to hear all of his amazing stories, which I'm sure he has from the many amazing movies that he has been in. And they both speak French. So there oh, you no. are. No, I don't speak French very well, but I love French. So he could like teach me. I was teach you. Paris <laughs> together. I think it would be. She's got her whole life plan. I forgot to <laughs> You know, so yeah, that's Timothy Chalamet. If you're the next question is, what type of mortgage are you and Timothy Chalamet going to get? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, my one would be Tom Holland. Because good one. That's good one. He is just, we're just like, I think the same human, which might actually destroy the world. Like that could be so, like our Are you Spider-Man? Yeah, Spider-Girl, excuse, or Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman. Spider-Woman, yeah. Um. I actually saved a spider the other day in work. I didn't even kill it. I literally was just like, yo, Tom would be proud. And I put it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we, me and Felina have an ongoing joke that um, when, when I'm going to say when, um, when we like both are with them, it's going to be Tom and Tom and Philly. No, Tom and Philly, Neve and Timmy. No, wait, no, I did that wrong. No, it's Neve and Philly, Tom and Timmy. Timmy, that's it. Uh. 
I love Cordis, it. What was your factor into this then? Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> just like be the service dude who like marries us all. Fair, fair. And he can just sing happen. as we walk, like. Yeah. He's this is quickly like... developing into a cult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a vegan, gluten-free, exclusive uh, <laughs> cult. Uh, but anyway look we have one final question for you and then we are going to let you go excuse fire away right so we talked restrictions are left and obviously talked about standall and you're gigging soon but there's still stuff going on you know stuff just doesn't fight the way it used to be but if things were to go completely back to normal immediately right now what would be the first thing you'd do like money's not an option if you want to travel somewhere far away go for it and all sorts of things oh my gosh I oh my god what would I do I'd probably get like the world's biggest marquee and like just have the like the biggest sesh like or maybe like the world's biggest barge maybe it's like a cruise and we just get like all famous celebrities all like local musicians like all friends family of course um, me and sean would be invited as well yeah. i assume yeah, you'd be she said celebrities jack she said celebrities yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be interviewing them all um, and we just have a huge jam on like i don't know either like the atlantic ocean or like lockern mm. <laughs> you can't do barges on you can't on lockern or like boat trips yeah yeah yeah, yeah. right um what would you do Felina? I mean, that sounds great. I would <laughs> join you on your boat tour. Could we go, instead of Loch Garn, can we like go to New York? Can we dock in New York? Because I would love to go to New York. New York, yeah, let's do it. And doesn't New Timothy Chalamet come from New York? No. Is he from- yeah, I think he yeah, is. Yeah, see? <laughs> see how that worked out? Nice it's all coming together. Yeah. It's all there. <laughs> She's just taking over. She knows which is that. What would you guys do? <laughs> Oh. What'd you do? No one's ever asked us. <laughs> nobody, yeah, nobody ever asked us these questions. Um, I'd be in a plane somewhere, you know. I'd be in a plane somewhere. I'd disappear. You would own the plane. You don't. You don't the airline. I mean, yeah. why not? You know what I mean? Assuming it would be March, I would go to Cologne because we was going to a beer festival in Cologne. Literally, the week lockdown happened, and I'm still oh. better. <laughs> you are. He is. But he's very salty on that one. I'm not gonna lie. Well, maybe you should be tequila. Maybe you should. Yeah. Be Fuck, I can't drink tequila. Whoa, it's a bad time. You can't drink a shot, <laughs> never uh, any shots. I can drink a shot, just not tequila or something. Okay. Okay. Yeah, well, I, funny enough, I can drink them, but I just, I don't like them. But Felena, you're just a big tequila gal. I do love tequila. Legend. Like she was Legend. literally drinking a glass of tequila the other night and, um, when we went to Blake's of the Hollow. Yeah, I'm yeah. trying to like tequila with like mixer, like as a wee drink. Is actually- yeah. Oh, interesting. You're a woman after my own heart. Yes, love it, <laughs> love it, love it, love it. What do you mix with tequila? So I didn't know. Someone told me in work the other day I should have done like a appetizer. Is that what it is? Like uh-huh. yeah, yeah. But at the time I didn't know. So I just got tonic, like tonic with it. It was fine. It was actually nice. And I just squeezed my lime in there. Yeah, I was going to say it. tonic with a dash of lime cordial is very nice. Uh, should have got the lime cordial. Yeah, very nice. Very, very nice. Anyway, try that. You should have to try it, excuse me. But anyway, look, we have kept you uh, a long time this evening. It has been an absolute pleasure chatting to you both. Before we mm-hmm. uh, before we head on, would you like to tell everybody where they can find you in terms of socials, in terms of listening, all the usual things? Yeah, so it's just um, Letha Music. Um, so L-A-Y-T-H-A. Did I spell that right? Because I'm dyslexic and I'm so terrified someday that I'm just going to be like, L-A-B-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-L-
perfect <laughs> class. I should know this, but I struggle to spell my own name. Never mind the band <laughs> name. Um, but yeah, um, I think that's the same on Sresletha on everything. Um, so yeah, you can check out Keeper. Your what is it? What I what is the actual saying? I always say keep your ears peeled for. What is, it, what is the actual saying? Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah. Yeah, eyes peeled. Right. Well, I always say keep your ears peeled, but like I always thought it was ears peeled. I yeah, no, I think it is. But it's music, like so you, you do music. Yeah, exactly. Like, so it's open to interpretation, really, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, I mean, peel whatever you want, but yeah, yeah. Very true. peel is something in anticipation, anyway. <laughs> exactly. exactly, exactly. Yeah, just keep your ears peeled for new songs, I guess. Fantastic, fantastic. And where can you find your amazing podcast? <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you asking, Felina? Of course, as per usual, thank you, Felina. That was a beautiful segue. We didn't even have to tee up for that one. I'm um, sorry. You can find us in all the usual places uh, Instagram, Yanni, that's the capital letters of You Ain't Heard Nothing Yet, on Facebook as well. You can also go and check out Sean's um, blog, The Project Seanist, where Sean discusses all things films uh, and TV shows. And of course, go and listen to us on where you're listening now and on all the usual streaming platforms. And of course, the auto learning platform as well, which yeah. you'll find we've been put onto as well. But yeah, we'll go for it. Anyway, look. <laughs> The lovely ladies that have been chatting this evening, both um, Flaina and Neve, have been Letha and Sean. They've been listening to. You ain't heard nothing yet. <laughs>